All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Tuesday, June 13th of 2023 here. Looks like we have a 14-game MLB main slate over on DraftKings. Nice big slate for us today. Uh, NBA season is officially over here. Congratulations to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, our main man, Jordan, is out in Denver. Huge Nuggets fan, so he's been partying it up. I think he called in sick today. I have no idea, but uh, big, big shout out to uh, all the Denver Nugget fans out there today. And um, I believe as we also have uh, NHL today, right? So we have NHL slate. We have the U.S. Open coming on, teeing off early Thursday morning here. So probably starting to check out some projections, build some lineups uh, tomorrow. So got to get in those, uh, the right mindset to build your golf lineups. We have one golf question in the queue today. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. It's a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS related questions. Questions can come in via support. You can reach us at support at SaberSim.com. Questions come in live in the YouTube chat. Questions also come in in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Join the Discord, get access to our similar channel, shows you when new sims are running for when lineups come out, when people are scratched, uh, any any injury news, we pull in tweets and uh, show kind of uh, use that information in conjunction for to help you make sense of why new sims are running here. A lot of great conversation happening in the Discord each and every day in all the individual sport channels as well here. But with that being said, going to get the app pulled up. Uh, we have two questions in the queue, both in the Discord here. I'm going to knock those out here, uh, and then we will see where we go from there. But if anybody has any questions, now is always a great time to get those in. But looks like first question came in yesterday from Kevlar, talking about MLB uh, quick swapping here. So question says, when doing a quick swap in MLB, I always do best available from the same team. However, if I don't like the players that were swapped in, is there any way to revert to the original players and then do just best available player? Thanks. Uh, okay. So great question here. So what we're talking about is let's say that, you know, you build your lineups, uh, slate locks at some point you figure out that uh, Mookie bets is, is scratched today in the last game of the night for the Dodgers, right? That lineup ends up coming out after lock, unfortunately here, and you have to swap them out of your lineups. Uh, what do you do? What are best practices here? So, uh, what, what Kevlar is saying is like, hey, usually, you know, I, I come in the app, I see the red lightning bolt here, and then I uh, do my quick swap. I do best from same team to maintain my stacks, which is what we recommend here. And then he's saying, what if I don't like that? You know, what if I don't like what I'm seeing? How do I undo that swap and re-swap a different way, right? And I think that's a very valid question. Um, there, there is no way to say undo swap, unfortunately. The easiest thing for you to do is go to back to your entries tab and then just re-download your file here. So you can, uh, you, you'll obviously have something in here, but there should be an upload button where you can basically overwrite the CSV that's currently in your entries file. And then you should, uh, in that upload button, you should have a link that says download template file from DraftKings. So you never have to go to DraftKings and go get it yourself, regardless of whether you already have an entries file or not, you will still see the screen hyperlink and then we can go and grab that file for you. So basically what's going to happen, you're going to have a file with Mookie Betts who is out. 
you are going to do a quick swap. You're going to notice that you do not want those players that were swapped. So then you just go back to the entries tab, re-pull in the data from DraftKings because the data has only changed inside of SaberSim. Uh, DraftKings is still different, right? That The two are not the same until you upload it. So re-download it from DraftKings. It'll get you back to the, the set that has Mookie Bets in it. And then from there, uh, you can either do a best available from projection or you could even late swap your lineups with only out players. So, you know, a, a step away from, you know, what you said, like, Hey, if I don't like best from same team, I'd rather just do best available overall. Uh, I would suggest doing swapping lineups with only out players, right? The great thing about that is that in, in that specific scenario, you are not affecting any of the other lineups from your set, right? If you have 150 lineups, you have 10 with Mookie bets. You're like, Hey, I really don't want to, um, change any of my other 140 lineups. You know, a lot of them have already locked. I don't, I don't really need to mess with them. Those are fine. I, I'm totally for that. Right. So what you, what doing uh swap lineups with only out players will do is it will separate those 10 lineups from the rest of your set. And then and when you go to build your lineups and this late swap is on your number of lineups will only be those 10 lineups. And then uh, you will rebuild those the builder will recombine all 150 lineups together and then give you a CSV with all 150 lineups. Then you can re-upload that to DraftKings. So a um, couple options for you there, but I would probably say, uh, you know, I think best from same team is great. I think swapping lineups with only out players is great. And then I think as a last resort, I would probably use uh, best available just on a raw projection basis there, but just some food for thought. See a lot of conversation going back and forth on it yesterday here between uh, Kevlar, Tim, wise guy, appreciate everybody, you know, jumping in and trying to help here. But uh, those are my thoughts on that particular topic. So let me know if there's any follow-up Kevlar, happy to talk about it further. All right. Uh, looks like we had a follow-up question here from Sammy. And this one is a uh, kind of a piggyback on something that we talked about yesterday. So we were talking about golf single entry, uh, strategy yesterday and this is a follow-up from sammy sammy said if i'm playing seven single entries for pga is it better to run one as a duplicate or use unique random for all seven does unique random work for one lineup i would imagine it does but um would like to confirm my theory okay so so this is a good question so i'm gonna go you know step by step here so let's say we're building for the u.s open this week and you have, you know, seven single entries that you want to build for here. What I would suggest doing, which is going to be the least variant approach here, is if you have seven single entries, enter a unique lineup into each entry here. So I'm going to build seven lineups and then I'm going to fill them in my contest, right? I am not going to build just one lineup and then use that one lineup for all seven contests, right? That is uh, probably very, very like the, the most high variance thing that you can do. And, and, you know, DFS is already high variance enough. We do not need to just stack on top of that here. So we can uh, smooth out that variance here by playing seven unique lineups. And then, you know, whether or not you use unique random uh, or unique rank here, I think those are both fine options here, right? So what unique rank is going to do it is it is going to look at the, contest that you are playing it is going to look at the order that they are in in the app it is going to put your number one lineup into the top 
And then it is going to put your number seven lineup into the bottom contest, filling out all the ones in between in numerical order, right? So first contest, first lineup, second contest, second lineup, et cetera, et cetera here, right? What Unique Random is going to do is that your top lineup might get your, uh, your top contest might get your rank number six lineup and your number two ranked contest might get your third lineup. And it is going to randomly do that. Uh, it'll never use more one lineup more than once until all lineups have been used at least once here. And then, you know, to answer your last question, um, if you have one lineup and it, it won't matter whether you use rank unique rank or unique random, there's only one lineup in that set. So that one lineup will go into one contest here. So it doesn't matter when you're using one lineup here, but basically uh, the way I would suggest doing it is one of two ways, either order your contests in the, in the order that they matter to you. So the way I usually do this is by uh, price pool or price to first or uh, what whatever contest matters the most to me. Maybe it's like a higher dollar contest or something like that. So I would do, you know, uh, price pool highest to lowest and then put in my lineups in unique rank order. That way my highest Sabre score lineups are going into my highest dollar contest. Or if you want to treat all lineups the same, don't care where they fall, you know, fingers crossed for good variance here, just unique random them and uh, accept the variance there. But just some thoughts for you there, Sammy. Uh, Going to hit this last question in the Discord and then hop over to the YouTube chat here. All right, Mr. Nice Guy. Can you create a filter in SaberSim that filters out players who average lower than the MLB for a certain stat? Uh, yes, you can do this. And you would just have to know what that stat is that you uh, want to see here, right? So if I go to the main slate today and maybe I want to do some type of stat for batters, and maybe I want to say, I want all of my batters to, on average here, get at least 0.5 hits per game, right? And I'm, I'm just making this up off the top of my head here, but as I scroll through, okay, so the lowest hits is 0.62. So maybe you're like, okay, um, on average, you know, players get 0.7 hits per game, right? Or something like that. Uh, so what I would do is I would go to lineup rules. I would go to add new rule. I would go to group rule. I would go to automatic. And I would say use exactly zero. I think you could do this. And I'm going to say, oh, actually, no, I'm not going to do a rule. I'm going to do a filter. Sorry. Uh, you said a filter. So I can go to filters. And then I can say show players with, I would select the stat here, right? So what I'm going to say is we said hits. Do I have hits? Okay, I'm going to change this. Maybe we'll say, I don't know what the average home runs is, but maybe with home runs greater than uh, 0.1, right? And then you can save that. And then uh, now it will you will see that all of these players here have been removed whose home runs are less than that stat here and then if i go over to home runs sort i should be able to see them okay so these are all pictures and then here we we find guys within the rule right 0.09 i got rid of all these hitters here 
Um, so the only thing that you cannot do is you can't do like season stats for like batting average. So all the stats that you see here, these are all summary statistics of how these players did across the Sims here. So we don't have like a season long batting average as a stat here, but like these are the stats they're accumulating in the Sims. So personally, I think that one of the easiest things to do is just do a uh, projection, like a fantasy point projection filter here, right? So if you want to say, hey, I want to see anybody uh, less than five fantasy points, right? You could just have a filter that does that. And then when you scroll down here, uh, you are going to see that some of these guys, that all of these guys under five points are being left out of your player pool, right? So a couple ways to do that here. Um, some of these other guys above five were part of that rule that I set here. So the second filter, if I get rid of that, all these players are going to come back. Uh, but a couple different ways to do this. Uh, so mess around with it. But basically, you could set filters for players for any of these stats that you see in the drop down. I think is the big takeaway here. Sammy said, okay, cool. Thanks for the suggestion. Yep, happy to help out there. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat here. See some people are starting to tune in. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday here. Um, if you guys have any questions that you guys want answered on today's show, now is a great time to get those in. I'm going to hit these questions from Noah, and then we will see where we go from there. So Noah said, what is the best way to find a double upper cash game lineup for MLB on a large slate like today's 14-gamer, I always get nervous that with so many games, if you miss on the two teams, you're screwed. Uh, so, so yeah, so I, I would actually kind of take the opposite approach here. Um, I think that, you know, on a big slate like today, there's actually going to be more viable options. Like if there's one team who who is the highest scoring team of the day, um, you know, th there might be teams that score, you know, two runs, three runs less than that team that are still viable in some type of construction with even another team. And you could win your lineups that way, right? I think we saw something really similar uh, within the last week here. I think Texas had like this huge game where they scored like 15 plus runs and they weren't even in the optimal or they weren't even in the winning lineup, I'll say. So uh, people took down contests without Texas, I think there was like a Cincinnati Colorado game in Colorado or something like that. Uh, so that is just an example of actually the bigger the slate, the more optionality you have. I think that, you know, on a three, four five game slate, if you miss on like those one or that one team that really goes off, uh, you know, just because the player pool is so condensed at that point, you're probably drawing dead that day. So uh, don't, don't beat yourself up too much about um, these large slates. I think they're actually a little more forgiving. But if you wanted to build a double upper cash game lineup, what I would do is I would go into my build settings. I would change the style to cash here. What this is going to do is it is going to turn correlation off. It is going to turn sim diversity off. And then we will be using the projections that you see in the my projection column as the player's projections when we go to build your lineup. So, uh, you know, for those of you building on GVP settings, the values that you see here on in the table, we are not using these values. This is a this is a mean projection across all the sim all the simulations we have for Tampa Bay for Wander Franco, right? But what actually ends up happening when we build with sim diversity on is we take groups of simulations from the database, use the fantasy points that the player scores across those group of sims 
as the projection when we go to analyze the players for constructing your lineup. And then we do that for each lineup, right? But in this case, we're just going to basically solve a knapsack problem and try and figure out how many projected points we can fit into your lineup with salary constraints here and um, give you the highest projected lineup. So when you're on cash mode and when you go into the post build, you know, usually your lineups are sorted by Sabre score uh, descending here. Your lineups are going to be also uh, sorted by projected score rather than Sabre score here. So uh, for cash lineups, I'm not, you know, doing anything really other than setting my cash settings, making sure my sliders are on zero and then taking the top projected lineup from that set. All right. Um, Samuel Campana said, when using the filters for MLB, even though they won't show the builder, won't be using those correct. Um, okay, so if we're talking about like the players that are grayed out, the builder will not be using those. So let's say that I set a, a projection filter of, uh, let's say six points here. So then if I scroll down here to all the players projected for six points or less, which we're getting pretty close. Okay. So right about here. Uh, six save. Okay, so I set a filter that said uh, show players with my projection greater than six. So all these players that are grayed out here, if basically if a player is unchecked from this table, then they are not available to be used in your player pool when we go to build your lineups. So even though you can see them, they are grayed out here. And the grayed out tells you that they are not in your player pool. If you don't even want to see them here, use this little eye icon to hide removed players. So it'll take all the players that are unchecked and then just remove them from your table to, you know, try and avoid some clutter, to, to try and avoid some confusion here. But um, that is how you get rid of those players. And that, that will confirm that they are not in your available player pool here. All right. Uh, looks like we are all caught up with questions in the discord and the YouTube chat here. I'm going to hang out for a little bit, wait for any more questions to come in. If there's anything on your guys' mind that you guys have been wanting to ask now is a great time to get those questions in. But in the meantime, if you guys are not playing over on owner's box, I would highly recommend taking advantage of our partnership with them. We partnered, uh, with owner's box at the beginning of the MLB season became the first major optimizer to support their DFS site. The contests over there continue to overlay. They continue to have a uh, full overlay, no rake or reduce rake. The contests are generally softer than what you're going to find on DraftKings, FanDuel and Yahoo there. A lot of the best players are not playing over on owner's box yet. Price pools are smaller, but there is still money to be made over on owner's box here and also, if you use promo code SABER or SABERSIM, when you sign up, you can get a $500 deposit bonus. We will track your entry fees for you, and you can earn free months of SABERSIM just by playing on the site and nothing else. And there's also no, um, no limit to the amount of credit that you can earn. So each time you hit one of these entry fee thresholds here, we will reach out to you, ask you if you want to cash in on that prize. If you say yes, we will reset your tracking to zero and then reach out to you again once you hit the next threshold here. But looks like some more questions are rolling in here. So I'm going to jump back to the Sabersim app and keep the show going. 
Uh, Noah said, can you run through what a cash line looks like for NHL showdown, especially with it being the finals? We'll love to see if it spits out a five, one for Vegas at this point. Uh, yeah. So if you, you know, are interested in doing some, uh, cash games for NHL, all you got to do is come over to the NHL builder here, change the game, uh, sport type up at the top. I would say make your two projections in the home screen here. And the best thing to do is always make uh, the smallest point projection you can make. So I'm going to use a 0.01 adjustment here to have minimal impact, right? On two players uh, to knock that out here. I'm not going to set any rules. I'm not going to adjust any stack types. I'm going to let the builder, uh, you know, no constraints is the best for cash. That's also why min salary is at zero. So we basically don't want to do anything at all to limit the lineups that the builder wants to create uh, when solving this knapsack problem. So looks like optimal lineup at the moment is a uh, 3-3 stack here with a projected score of 82.3, followed by, you know, 82.1, a 4-2, and then a, a 4-2, um, with with uh vegas as the two stack here so so this is the way that i would figure out you know what are my optimal lineups uh this can also help you get away from the field right it looks like aiden hill is like the most popular captain showing up a ton here in our cash build so i would even you know be comfortable saying like hey this 14 percent ownership might be a little low here right uh we can go look at our stack types you know who are we favoring we have we have a couple of vegas five ones, but we have more Vegas four twos, right? Even some uh, Florida four twos here. And then a lot of even stacks as well, right? So it doesn't look like this is like a blowout uh, build in, in favor of Vegas here. But, uh, you know, you can get some insights from these cash builds as to, you know, what a traditional optimizer is spitting out when solving this problem. So line is like basically even at this point. All right. And uh, just, just one other thing here, going to pull up the YouTube channel, but if you guys are interested in, you know, any NHL uh, content, NHL, NHL strategy here ahead of this showdown tonight, over on the YouTube channel, you can go to how to beat NHL DFS in 2022 here. And you can listen to Jordan and Scott talk about uh, NHL DFS here. And then also, if you guys are on the Saberson pro plan, we release pro exclusive videos each Friday or usually once per week here. And we've had Scott on a couple times to talk NHL strategy. The pro exclusive content is probably my number two favorite feature for being on the Saberson pro plan, uh, only behind building 5,000 lineups, right? So building 5,000 lineups, pro exclusive content, the aggregation tools, the custom metrics, um, all of that really comes into play here. But I think the pro exclusive content is really, really good. So Check that out. Uh, if you guys have not tried out Saberson Pro, you guys should have a seven-day free trial in under your account. So if you go to settings, you go to my account. Uh, if you're not on Saberson Pro, you should be able, you should have a green button that says start seven-day free trial here. What will happen is we will give you a seven-day free trial of Saberson Pro. And then once your trial is over, we will revert you back to the plan that you are currently on. And then from there, you can decide if you want to move forward with it or if you want to stay on the plan that you're on. But even just doing the trial will, uh, if you're in the Discord, it'll give you access to the pro exclusive videos. You can go and check those out. So highly recommend giving it a shot. 
But looks like we might have a nice short show today, everybody. We'll be right back here tomorrow for our Wednesday show. Maybe talk some U.S. Open strategy ahead of the tournament on Thursday here. So if you guys have any golf questions, any question that pops in your head throughout the day while you're building lineups, drop it in the Office Hours channel. Let it sit there until tomorrow. Gets us a steady queue of questions to get started with at the beginning of the next show here. But until then, take care. Good luck in your contest. I will see you all. Thanks. Bye.